Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. I am your host, Will May, team leader and real estate coach at Keller Williams Greater Omaha. I am blessed to be with um, Iris Lobo today, the Iris Lobo, and <laughs> we're going to chat all things real estate, being team leader, um, your progression into real estate. So I just appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, as we get into our normal questions, I like to start with the same three every single time. And so um, if you could write a book today, knowing all the things you know in your life, what would you write about? Perseverance. Um, And the reason why is because I'm a firm believer in not giving up, no matter what it is that your dream is, just go for it, full charge, do everything that you can to either change, you know, your ways or whatever it is in your life to get to that point. So would you say that's kind of been your progression into real estate and over life? That has absolutely been my progression. I mean, I'm a, an agent that I've been licensed for 13 years, I think, and I have given up maybe nine times. Every, every <laughs> and we've time. been there, right? We've all been yeah. there. So every time I give up, I'm like, nope, let's try again. And I just keep beating myself up. And one day it just clicked. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, okay, cool. What is the biggest misunderstanding of being a real estate agent? Um, I would say the biggest misconception about being a real estate agent is that people think that we do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the way that I look at it is I'm doing something that I'm passionate about, that I love, and I get paid to do it. Yeah. Do you feel like you had that kind of mindset your whole career? Uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, before it was like the whole money thing motivated me and the freedom of time. And then you get into the business and you're like, what time? What is time? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's the what's the mean? Like realtors will give up a forty hour job to work eighty. Yes. Right. So, and I mean, I, again, I gave up many times, but you know, that's the difference between the people that have given up and me is I just kept getting up. Yeah. So um, when when you look at the market and what's been happening over the last two to three years, where we're heading, what do you see happening in our market right now? Um, actually, this. Right now, it really, it truly excites me because I'm always uh, up for a challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's when I, I feel like I become more successful and I become more creative because it's kind of like in my mind, I go into 100% survival of the fittest. Only the strong are going to survive. That's right. Uh, and I look at the market like real estate is always about adapting. I mean, the moment that you stepped into the field, you're adapting. You're now full uh, 100% commission and now you have to hustle. So that's just kind of goes with the business. Yeah. What are you, how are you talking with clients about like, hey, rates are extremely high, all these different things. When you look at the real estate world from the outside, it's a very scary world right now. Mm-hmm. There's uncertainty. I don't know if I should buy. Is this the right time? Which really is every every moment in history of real estate. Like, is this the right time? How are you explaining that to people? Well, it's always the right time. I feel like when I deal with my clients, especially the ones that get a little bit, you know, antsy about it, I'm, I'm their coach. I have to show them the way. I have to tell them, hey, I bought in this market. And, you know, look at our history in the market. There has been other issues that we have faced before, like the 2007, mm-hmm. uh, you know, crisis there, the 2020 COVID crisis, the now 2022 into 2023 uh, interest rates crisis. So it's always going to fluctuate. Things are going to come at us and we just have to just you know again the word perseverance just get through it and push yeah that's cool every year is crisis mode exactly (laughs) i mean it's crisis mode again from the moment you step into the field you're (laughs) like oh i don't have a nine to five check no you got a 24 7 check to earn now yeah and guess what you have to put money into it and you have to put a lot of time without making money yeah what what changed like if i were to talk to you three four or five years ago would i get this positive passionate human (laughs) No, um, I would say what, cha- what was life-changing for me was um, 
the law of attraction. I did read The Secret, okay? Mm. I've read it maybe 10 times in my yeah, lifetime. Awesome. I will read it again 10 more times just to remind myself. Um, I feel like, well, my sister calls me the manifesting queen because I legit just manifested my whole career. I manifested the life that I live now. I, I sat in my car and I yelled, I'm the greatest realtor there ever lived. And, you know, I sell a lot of houses and whatnot. Yeah. So I just saw my vision. I, I focused. I started believing that I deserved it. Um, I come from a really bad place. Uh, right when I started into the field, I, I felt alone. I felt weird. I felt like I didn't fit in. Um, I was low income. I was going through a divorce. So it was yeah. just everything was the odds were all against me. Yeah. So it's either, you know, you, you drown and you get out of here or you just fight and get it done. Yeah. And one day it wasn't like a it wasn't like a time frame. It was like literally one day I woke up and I decided to do something about it. And I did. Yeah. You said you were screaming affirmations in the car. I love that. I did. <laughs> did you believe them at the beginning? No, I didn't believe. I felt kind of funny doing it, actually. And I'm sure people driving past were probably like, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with that lady? Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm grabbing the street. I go, I sell a lot of houses. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. And I just started, you know, thinking about my why. And that's my kids. Yeah. I wasn't going to fail them. I'm a single mom, so I just felt the duty to push through it, and I saw the vision. I knew that real estate could be great for me, but again, I had the wrong mind frame. I thought about the money at that time because yeah. I, I was struggling. I needed the money, but then once I started helping people, and you know, you get to know people, and you get to see their children. You get to see the, the grandparents, so you see generations of family coming through and looking at these properties, and then I started, you know, feeling more like I'm their cheerleader. Like, I want this for you more than I want this pay Check. Yeah, you started so, serving. I, and that's exactly it. I feel like I'm a server. And uh, I actually did say a little prayer to around the time I was manifesting. Um, I just told, you know, it's a joke. I was, people ask me, what's your secret? I was like, I just told God to send me his people and I was going to take care of them. <laughs> and that's, a, that's like legit exactly what I said. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that is the, literally the name of the game. Mm -hmm. What you're talking about right now is, is going from hunting and getting things out of people to serving and attracting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When you said I read the secret, when when did you read it? Um, I'm gonna have to give uh, Joe Gerke a shout out because when I got into the business, uh, Joe introduced me to that book, and uh, I didn't get shout it at out first. Joe. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Joe Gerke for that one. Uh, I will always be grateful for that moment in my life. And I, again, I didn't believe it. I had a partner at that time that thought it was stupid. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. And I didn't, you know, I just ignore that and I just focus. I'm like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I have everything to gain for my family. So why not? I'm going to do this. And then I, I did it and I put that together along with my spiritual beliefs. So I put God and the, you know, the book together and it worked out for me. That's awesome. So. When, when, when did you read that to start building now really like the mindset? Because it didn't probably just happen overnight, right? It no. was work and you mm -hmm. struggled and there's obstacles. Like what point did the new trajectory start? A few years ago, five years ago? Um, I would say it started, I actually have a date, believe it or not. Um, it was November 9th, 2019 when I decided to make a change. And what led me to that is I come from a successful family. Like we own businesses. My father owns grocery stores in Lincoln. Uh, we have lawyers, you name it, whatever. And I just kind of felt like the outsider. I've always been the black sheep. Mm -hmm. So I went to my dad and I just cried. I said, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like, I feel like this is my calling. It's my dream. And I keep giving up, but I don't want to give up anymore. And my dad basically told me to get a real job. <laughs> and then I uh, talked to my little brother, who's also an entrepreneur, owns his own business. And I said the same thing. And, you know, what my brother said to me that day, as 
stupid as I felt like it sounded then, mm -hmm. like, really? Okay. He said, just go get prettied up. Go put on a nice dress and go sell some houses. Yeah. So what I did November 9th, 2019, is I did do that. I uh, got up that morning. I did my makeup. And I remember the exact dress that I was wearing. Um, and I started calling people on my phone. But before I did that, I thought, well, people, you know, real estate investments, real estate investments. Let, let's look up some properties. Let's see what's out there on the market. And let's try to, I'm not a contractor, but let's try to figure out how much money it would take to make that house beautiful and break down the numbers. How much would I charge them to sell it? How much they're going to pay for the house, for the renovations? And at the end of the day, how much money are they going to make? Mm -hmm. So I was prepared. I go, let's go, Iris. Let's call let's these people. It, yep. So I did, and I sold two houses that day. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I finally had someone answer me, and they go, yeah, let's go look at some houses. Cool, let's go. He's a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I just thought to myself after I did that, I go, whoa, I can do this every day. Dang. So and it was a mindset shift. It was a mind, yeah, exactly. Because the activities were likely there. They were there, at I just that wasn't point, doing right? it. Yeah. Yeah, we did, it just it hadn't transitioned yet to I believe in this. Exactly. And, and I just looked at my phone and I go, I have so many people on here. And I have people that, you know, I maybe had a lead uh, a year ago that I didn't really do anything about. So, you know what? Let me call that person. I remember they said they have cash. Mm -hmm. Let's go. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So when you take it even back to the beginning, right? So 2019 is when it changed and we've been building and, and I'm excited to talk about the success you've had since then. Um, what was that? Like first, what would that be? Not eight, eight years of mm -hmm. like going back and forth. What was that all like? What were the mental struggles there we had and the up and down? Oh man, that was really a dark time. Like I said, I was going through. I mean, immediately I get into real estate day one, and me and my ex-husband start. We're not, we're not going to work it out. Uh, separation, you know, tug it, tug of war with the kids, uh, losing my car to that situation. Uh, waking up one day and seeing that. You know, Dang. we share an account. So seeing that my account was negative and I go, whoa, I have no money. I have no car. And my kids are kind of split between the two. You're so, yeah. yeah, what do I do? So I just fought and I, I had, uh, in that moment, you're desperate and you're trying to think, oh my God, how do I get out of here? How do I swim to the surface? And I had the greatest idea that I had $20 cash in my pocket. And I go, well, I see these emails going on all over the place through all the realtors about, you know, do you have a cleaner? And I go, I'm going to go get some cleaning products and I'm going to, you know, shoot my shot. And mm. I'm going to ask them, hey, can I clean your listing or sending out an email to everyone? And I did. And that's honestly what kind of helped me get through that um, to start making some kind of money. Made it work. Exactly. So it was just pushing through. I mean, just constantly fighting. And, and again, I would reach a point where I would feel good about it and then uh, get knocked back down mm -hmm. and then get back up. And it's like, man, how many times does a girl need to be beat down to actually get there? And like I said, just don't give up. Keep going. Yeah, and it just kept pulling you back in, right? It kept pulling me back in because I just honestly, in my heart, I felt like this was my calling. Like yeah. I wanted to be a servant. I wanted to do something to give something back. And I am a protector. Yeah. So I wanted to protect the people that I helped. Yeah. And you, so it sounds like in that once night, 19, December 9th happened, right? Yeah. Um, that's when we started serving and going at this in a different manner. Exactly. So you were a little bit more stubborn before then. And then you took the advice, probably God was shooting towards, <laughs> you know, your way. Um, and then we started, you know, and that's funny, right? Because um, our journey, everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And so some of us are a little bit more stubborn than other people, but we got to see it through and understand what the, what the right thing by God is. And I think that you've kind of lived by that as a whole. Absolutely. And that I am. I am definitely stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you're also a high performer. And so those two are kind of synonymous in their own ways. And honestly, real estate, I mean, you can see my excitement right now. It, it drives me. It gets yeah. me excited.
Real estate just gives me this fire. Yeah, I look at you every time I talk to you. I look at you. Somebody just is always going. Yep. You're rocking and rolling at all moments. You're loving it too. I'm addicted I'm to addi real estate. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Iris Lobo, and I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Okay, how are you liking being a team leader? Oh, man, that's like a whole another level. Um, I started getting a little bit of that experience through my previous team that I was on. Mm -hmm. um, I recruited a young lady uh, on there and I became her mentor. So it was kind of like new shoes for me. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I felt compelled and attracted to help her in particularly is because I've been in those shoes. I walked in the market. I knew nobody. I mean, nobody in this town, you know. Uh, so I felt alone. And I feel like when you get into the industry, the number one thing that everyone should do and should be blessed to have is a mentor. Yes. And I struggled with that. I, I didn't know who my mentor was going to be. I didn't know how to approach people and nobody came in and said, Hey, Iris, let me take you under my wing and teach you the road, you know? Mm -hmm. So I took initiative and I decided to do that for someone. So the whole team thing just kind of just fell on my lap, to yeah. be honest. It was like, do you want to start a team? Yeah, sure. to start a team. And that's just where I went from. And I thought about Abby um, and then I, you know, thought about all, but all the other people that were in my position or maybe not as bad as I was, but needing that support. And I wanted to be that for them. So the team's going great. That's and so awesome. And, and you're going at it again, serving, helping yes, people out. Exactly. Yeah. And that's actually, that's my ultimate goal is I do want to be more of a public speaker. Um, I feel there's other women and, and I don't want to just focus on women. I want to focus on people. Mm -hmm. So women and men that have been in my situation and they want to, get out of that and they want to reach for their highest potential, but they don't have a roadmap. So I kind of want to, you know, like uh, my good friend Van Deep says, I don't want to impress you. I want to impress upon you what you can do based on what I have done. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, right? Leaders create other leaders. Exactly. Right. And that's what you're looking to do. And you're on that. You're literally on the path of doing that. Um, I think so. <laughs> I heard you wanted to start a podcast. I am. Well, <laughs> Iris tells the Midwest is coming up. It's just a matter of <laughs> I've been procrastinating and that's all what, really truly what it is. I have the equipment, I have everything rolling, I have material to do, and then I don't. Yeah. So I'm gonna get there, just like I did with real estate, but we're gonna get there. <laughs> that's awesome. And so um, it's funny because I, I see a lot of teams, so I've been in leadership for four years now, I coach a lot of people, sat down with a lot of agents, other brokerages, and I see a lot of team leaders start teams when they've sold two, three, four million dollars in real estate. You're doing a lot of units right now. Like I'm saying, like some some folks are starting teams when they do ten to twenty units. Their servers are great leaders, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, you're selling a lot of houses. How many you sold in the last twelve months? Um, I have had thirty four listings and. 14 buyers, but I'm also, one thing that I'm doing differently from other team leaders is I actually pay my agents uh, while I'm teaching them how to do. I'm like, here's a listing. Let's go on it together. I want to see how, how would you handle this offer? How would you handle this process from the beginning to the end? And then I'll correct them and say, this is how you should do it. And here's my advice. Um, right. One of the biggest important things for me is, again, I want them to get paid while they're learning. Yep. Uh, so I did give out a lot, a lot of buyers. So I would have maybe 10 more mm -hmm. uh, for the end of the year. Uh, but I felt like that was very strategic for me because I was trying to build producers at that time. And now I'm in a position where I, they show me what they can do and they're doing it well. They're listening to my feedback and the way that I do business and they're becoming more direct beings in their business. Uh, now I'm moving more towards uh, building uh, leaders. Yeah. And so, so you're, you're, I mean, you essentially have attracted into your world or your business uh, 55 to 60 units mm -hmm. over the past year, which is incredible. 
Thank you. A lot of people are struggling to get to 10, 15, 20. Mm -hmm. um, we were running numbers the other day, and I think only 250 agents have done more than 20 units in the past. Oh, four, wow. Right? Out of 3,180. Yikes. Right? So you're, you're, you found a funnel. You found something that's bringing these people to you. What is it that you're doing to bring 50 to 60 units now into your, into your world and into your pipeline on a yearly basis? Um, I would say for me, most of my business, and it's crazy, like I have to sometimes stop and like look at my, you know, look at the situation and go, whoa, that's actually pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. 95% um, of my business is a referral basis. The other 5% is, you know, maybe a lead here and there from an agent who needs a Spanish speaking agent or an Iowa agent. Sure. Um, so everything is, I, I, one thing that I do lack is I like that communication through, but I'm so lucky enough that my clients respect me and they appreciate me and, and they go, Iris, I know you're so busy. I don't want to bother you, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. uh, so they don't feel um, some type of way about me not continuing that communication, which is something I want to change in the near future. And I'm already making plans to get in that direction. Yeah. But I think it's just a servant thing. Again, uh, I serve them well. I protect them. I mean, when I'm out, you know, showing houses, I'm not just like, a fly on the wall and letting you do your thing. No, we're looking at stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, and I tell them like, hey, we're not buying a brand new house here, okay? So don't ask for all this and expect all of that. Uh, we're looking for important things like, uh, how about when we flush these toilets? Is, is the water going to come up? Are you going to hear weird noises? Is something going to leak, you know, or is there a crack here or there? Let's look at everywhere. Yeah. So I feel like because of the way that I perform while I'm out in the field with them, they trust me yep. and they bring me more people. They're like, you know what? She took great care of us. I'm going to send her more people. Yeah. And there's something to be said about the confidence there, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and one thing I don't want to diminish here is time on task. 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. 13 years. And then now we're starting to see the fruits of all that. And it's starting to grow relatively quick because you didn't give up. You mm -hmm. just kept, you kept fighting, right? You talked about perseverance a little bit. Yeah. Um, when you wake up, are you doing, we call, you know, obviously we talk about lead generation and from this conversation, I realized um, you're called the manifesting queen. So you're sitting in a dark room saying, come to me, people. Are your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or what are we doing to create that kind of uh, um, movement in our database and pipeline, that kind of stuff? You know, it's it's so weird because I, I look at how I do business compared to other agents. Everyone's organized. I'm not organized. Yeah. <laughs> but I did just hire an assistant. So she's taking me to the next level. Break there. You said everybody's organized, but I'm not. So I'm that, not. See, so most people are not organized. And that's something that we see as high yeah. performers is mm -hmm. Everybody else has got it right. I don't. And that's what drives you. Yeah. Right. I just move. I just, whatever comes at me that day, um, I don't fully prepare myself. I just know how to react to it. I just handle it here. You're coming from here. You're there. Let's go. Let's mm -hmm. do this. So I'm just uh, super hyper. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. In a weird way, it's kind of like my brain is just programmed. I tell people I'm on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> you You're know, going. I'm just going. Uh, I have a flow and things come at me and I just knock them out and handle them as they come. And you're reaching out to your people saying, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Is there anything I can do to help you? I do. I do send uh, like I'll send them ideas like, hey, well, do you have any open houses this weekend? What do you have going on? Mm -hmm. Hey, how about you go across the street to that school and go put a flyer there like now, like ASAP. So these kids are getting out of school and the parents are picking them up. They're going to see that there's an open house at that house in front of the school. Yeah. Um, or, hey, you know what, Abby, guess what? Remember uh, that year when you sold that duplex? to someone so-and-so or whatever uh there's this duplex right now why don't you call that guy up let him know there's another opportunity so yeah. i'm constantly you know kind of shooting ideas at them yep um and just stuffing them up i mean it's a, it's a scary time for other people for me it's not for me it's like let's go i'm gonna prepare you guys we're gonna conquer and this is how we're gonna do it and we're gonna work together in unity yeah and, and what and it's funny because you're right we're starting to see a really uh a filtering process in our industry Right mm -hmm. now, with units have been, you know, decreased over the past uh, three years, 
Um, everything that we're seeing is we're probably going to see some sort of tick up in terms of units next year, but a decrease in agents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means that we have more market share to go get. And the people that are hustling, working, putting the, the time and effort into their craft right now are going to be um, much more fruitful in the next year. Exactly. Absolutely. How are you teaching your people that? Like if you were a brand new agent and we stepped onto your team or you were going to mentor them, what should we be doing on a day-to-day -day basis when you say, I just do the things, right? Find clients. Find clients. Um, I do uh, now. I have never paid for leads. Oops, weird. My hair just went in my face. Uh, <laughs> I never paid for leads, but I do now because on, on top of, and that's not the number one thing that I provide for my team. I don't want them to ever think about that part mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm trying to teach them that you have to generate your own leads. You have to get out there. There's people out there. Let's find them. Where are they? Let's talk to the people. Let's go on social media. Let's post stuff. Let's you know respond to people. So it's just staying connected with your community. How about you go through the neighborhood? I mean, my we on my team we all speak Spanish, okay. so it kind of comes easy to just go towards the Latino market sure. because it's just right there uh, at our reach. Yep. So go talk to these uh, business owners; they have money. Let's talk to them. Let's leave our business cards there. Let's you know talk to the community. Anyone, everyone. If you're in line at Walmart, turn around and talk to that person and kind of in there throw that you're a realtor without being weird about it. That's right. <laughs> well, that's like the biggest struggle is how do you do that? Um, Are you how teaching do you, them that or not? Confidence. Yes. Confidence. Uh, like, oh, for example, Montserrat, she's a, she's a young uh, woman. She's brand new, like I said, a month and a half, and mm -hmm. it's already killing it. <laughs> I teach, I tell her what I would do. I said, this is what I do. Here's the roadmap of how I do things. If you do this, you're going to get clients. Um, so she's doing it, and there was times that she goes, I just feel like I'm bothering them. You know, I feel like I'm new. I don't know too much. I go, listen here. These people have no idea that you're new, okay? You're, you got to build that confidence. You got to get educated, and we got to do it quickly mm -hmm. so you can become an expert fast um, and you know of course obviously if they ask you are you new you're not going to lie to them and say yeah I'm new but I have the support system here and it's great that's right so it's just honestly just confidence just talk we, we all have to talk at yeah. one point you know so. how do you how do you how do you have somebody do that right it's you you built this in 13 years and I, you got people coming in right and you're yeah. taking your 13 years you're condensing it and saying hey this is the things we got to do how does one build confidence um reinvent yourself I mean, I reinvented myself. I'm not the woman that I was. Uh, I, yes, I have been in the market 13 years, but it took me nine years to create what I, who I am now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the same person. Like I had to learn how to speak to people. I mean, I was a little rough around the edges. You know, I grew up <laughs> in South Omaha, so, <laughs> um, so I had to learn how to, you know, be more professional and and still be me because I I feel like. I, I'm not going to be as great as I am without being who I truly am inside. I just uh, managed to kind of, you know, tighten things up and shine them up a little bit. And, you know, you can put yourself in front. Like if you and I have never met and I want to get you as a client, yep. I have to feed my brain like a coach and go, go get him, go do this, be confident. That confidence is going to get that person. Yep. And that's how you, that's how you do it. It's yeah. just that confidence is number one and educating yourself. And like you said, be the expert. Exactly. Know know the trade, right? You may yeah. not know that as an as a new agent, you may not know every single thing. You got a team to rely on, and at the end of the day, if you believe in what you're what you're bringing to the table, people are attracted to that. People want to be around somebody that can exactly. give them a plan of some kind. Yep. And I tell them, you know, don't be a sad sales agent, a sappy agent. You got issues going on. Yeah, handle your problems, handle your issues, but pump yourself up. I mean, mm -hmm. you have to. Yeah, people aren't going to buy from someone that's, hey, how are you? I'm here to sell you a house. And, you know, I got like other houses in the market I could show you. People don't want that. I've had clients tell me, man, you excite me. Like, I'm so hyped. Let's go. Let's yeah. go buy a house because that's how I come across because that's just kind of naturally the way that I feel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can feel you vibrate at a higher frequency, right? 
and that's going to bring you know different types of people into your world. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. What what is it that you're doing on a day to day basis? Uh, what are the things that are important to you to get done every single day to help build confidence, to make sure you have a, a good day, all that kind of stuff? The affirmations. Um, what are you all doing? Affirmations, a hundred percent. But educating myself is the other big thing for me. I'm constantly in my car. I don't really listen to music until I'm going to a listening appointment. Then I listen to my gangster music yep. or my heavy metal. <laughs> but other than that, I'm listening to my podcast and I'm learning from you know the great ones. I'm listening to the Buffinis and you know all these people that are in it. Um, I even just added a mentor that he had no idea he was my mentor, uh, Supreme Being. I uh, think it Brian. Casella. So yeah. I listen to him and I feel like he gives me a part of the aggressiveness that I want to bring to the table Yeah. Uh, because I feel like we're in a business where I just don't, being passive is just not my thing, yeah. you know, I'm very direct and I feel with being direct a lot of times you get, you come across as confident and then people respect you and they yeah. believe what you're saying. Yeah, that's so. awesome. You're exactly right. Yeah. Where, where are you going with this team? What do you want, what are you looking to accomplish? Um, you know, I'm really, everyone at one point moves and goes to another direction. I love what the dynamic we have right now. Um, in my perfect world, I would have these people with me forever. Yeah. Um, so what I'm doing is again, I'm focused right now. I, I taught them how to be producers and they kind of, they brought their own thing to the table as well. So I can't take credit for everything. Uh, so I'm just helping them become leaders because I want them to move on and, and just lead everyone. And, and, you know, whether it's their clients, whether they're bringing other people onto the team, uh, and we're just, you know, trying to take over the world. I love it. <laughs> take over the world. Um, do you guys have like a specific, like for you, for Iris Lobo? Yeah. Right? What's the end goal for you? I know what we want to do with the team. Mm -hmm. I know we want to educate, we want to serve, we want to help other people um, continue to produce and produce leaders. What's your calling? What are you looking to do? I know you want to speak, but what else? I do want to speak, but I also love to sell. Like, I love working with my investors. So that's always the thing that I'm always going to do. Like, I just set a goal for myself. Uh, I want to do 75 houses next year. I had a goal yeah. last year to do at least 50. So I figure, well, let's up it up a notch. Let's maybe do 60 listings and then the rest are buyers. Uh, I have my assistant now, so I feel a little more confident that I'm going to be whipped into shape as far as being organized. Yeah. So I feel like I can accomplish that. So that's always a thing. I mean, I, I love building people's riches. So I'm always aiming for my next investor. How can we do this? So that's, again, that's more of an addiction for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. So um, besides being a public speaker and, and coaching and stuff like that, I, I want to travel. Like I want to be invited onto, you know, big events and Iris Lobo is going to be in town and I'm going to be teaching, you know, whatever. Yeah. I truly envision myself doing it. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't think I would feel this way five years ago. I'd be like, yeah, right. No way. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the direction that I'm going. But I'm always, number one, going to touch base with my people, my team, because that's what's the most important thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 75 units next year. Do you work with mostly investors or is it mostly Sphere and Database? Well, I had no idea until I was invited to speak at Berkshire <laughs> that 40% of my business are investors because okay. they did the numbers. And I was like, oh, wait, really? That many? <laughs> I, I don't keep track of stuff. And that's like the unorganized part of who I am. Yeah. I just go by the whatever day is coming. You're yeah. running, right? I don't really have a plan. The plan is always just talk to people, talk to people. Where's the deals? Find the deal. So I'm programmed to do that. And I'm blessed enough to be in a position where I don't have to really attract people. I do it now still yeah. because I want to bring more business to the table for my team. Okay. But I'm in a position where 
business just comes to me. Like I could have a day where I got 20 phone calls, yeah. you know, from potential people. Like, where, where'd you get my number? <laughs> oh, so-and-so gave it to me. Or I saw you on Facebook. Like, uh, funny story. I was uh, renovating my rental in Council Bluffs and I'm working out there and the neighbor behind me comes out. He's like, hey. And I, and I go, hi, neighbor. How are you? And he goes, good. He goes, hey, aren't you that realtor, Iris Lobo? That was like, me? whoa. <laughs> I Where'd you see me at? He goes, you're on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. cool. Like, I had no idea, you know, and that's why I tell my teammates, people are watching you. Mm -hmm. Facebook is the number one, you know, free, for the most part, uh, lead generating system. You put yourself out there, you educate, you communicate with people. They're going to be attracted to you. They're going to see that you're out there, you're busy, you're doing your thing. So why not? talk to you about buying or selling a house. Yeah, really, it's bring the same energy mm. you're bringing to the world, bring it in social media too. Exactly. Be authentic, be who you are. Yeah, so I do wanna do videos and stuff, I'm just a little awkward. I mean, right now, I'm cool because you're cool, okay? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll be fine, he's uh, down to earth, I'm gonna do all right. Yeah. <laughs> but like doing stuff like videos for myself, I have to kind of get past that, you know, awkwardness. Yeah, yeah. And just remember, like, just be you, dude. <laughs> like, just chill. 100%. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So if you're speaking to um, agent getting into the market now, we're, we're talking about social media and doing video, right? Like I remember we did our first podcast. I was overly nervous. Second, same, third, <laughs> still to, to this day, right? But eventually you find your comfort zone in that, right? Um, what, are you, what are you telling your agents to do on social media on a weekly basis just so they stay active in front of people? Post these houses. Use the marketplace to your advantage. Uh, post it everywhere. Post it on the Latino one, post it on the English one, post it on your Facebook, share each other's listings. Come on, mm. come on, let's be on the same mission. You're gonna help Abby, you're gonna help Johnny, we're gonna help Montserrat. We're all just gonna get out there. And guess what? Not every team is doing that, but we can be the, we can be the ones controlling that because we're putting ourselves out there. It's awkward for some of them. Yeah. Um, like I have some agents that are like, ah, I'm not comfortable with that, that's fine. Just share it, don't say much, but just throw it out there. Because people are looking at you and they're like, oh man, they sell a lot of houses. But you know, people don't really know that these aren't always all their listing these That's are right. other people's listings that you're promoting uh whether it's you know for keller williams whether it's for berkshire hathaway but you're throwing them out there i mean now with things changing you have to display who the agent is if sure. it's a different brokerage but take use that to your advantage i mean just get out there and eventually it's going to kind of become your groove and you're not going to feel awkward about it anymore you're not going to feel weird about oh crap i got 10 messages on my on my message what do i say <laughs> to these people yeah, <laughs> you know? that's exactly right. exactly that's how i felt like uh shoot i just got and i would send the videos to my clients i go i just posted your listing and i'll like do a video and go over all the messages i got i have like 30 messages here <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Maybe they're not all going to be buyers, but I'm going to talk to these people and maybe they're not going to buy now, but they'll buy a year from now yes. or whatever. But you're not coming at them like you need to buy now. You're trying to find the best solution for them. Exactly. And that's bingo. That's it. That's it. We are not salespeople. We are solution makers. That's right. It's that's so important. That, that Making that uh, progression in your sales career is huge. It's exactly. the same thing as going from wanting to get a check out of somebody to serving them. That's that whole idea that we talked about this entire 30 minutes is really the name of the game. Exactly. Uh, go ahead. I get a little offended when people think that I'm a salesperson. I'm like, I'm not a salesperson. Again, I'm a server. I'm a transaction coordinator. Yeah. I'm coordinating this transaction. I'm finding solutions before they get worse. I stop it and I figure out what I need to do to whether it's on the buying side or the listing side. If I have to hop over to the listing side, but like, hey, okay, what do you need help with? How can we make this work? Exactly right. We're facilitating. Exactly. Facilitating. Yep. Yeah. Um, as, as you're evaluating talent, as you know, last couple questions here. As we're evaluating talent, who are you bringing into your team and your world? What are you looking for in a team member or teammate <clears throat> that's going to align with what you guys do? Um, for me, I mean, morals. 
and treating people with dignity and respect, that is huge for mm -hmm. me. I, I don't care if you're top dog, if you're like, oh yeah, I sold so much here or there. I used to sell cars or, you know, work for mutual, whatever the case may be. I don't want that cocky person coming in here. Like you have to be humble. And yeah. that's the number, number one thing for me is be humble and just, you know, treat people with respect and actually do it with a good heart. Don't just come, you know, cause I'm going to, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call it out cause yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to sniff it up and be like, yeah, I'm not getting the vibe. So I have to feel the vibe that this person is actually a good person. If I'm going to give you the tools to succeed and sell, I want you to be good to yeah. people. Good. I love it. Um, okay. I usually go with one last question. Um, I'm going to change it up on you. Okay. okay. Speak to uh, the agents that have been in this market for a year, two, three years. They're struggling. Mm. They want to make the change you've made. Um, what kind of advice would you give them? I mean, it's super easy. And like, I feel your struggle. Again, I've been there, except mine was more like a nine year, you know, thing. Um, just make a decision. Just wake up today or tomorrow and just decide to do something about it. You know, like I said, for me, even take my map, my roadmap, get on that phone. Who do you got? Aunts, uncles, friends, you know, friends, parents, whatever, teachers, whatever, coaches for your kids' school anybody and just let them know, hey, I'm just calling you to let you know that I'm a realtor and I work this market here and I just wanted to ask for your business. Like, don't be afraid to ask people for your for their business. Like, ask for the business. That's right. Yeah. And you're, if you feel uncomfortable about it, they're going to feel uncomfortable exactly. about it. Exactly. It's like, oh, this is awkward. Be, is she be, trying to ask me for business? You know? <laughs> be confident. It's like, you know, even if you ask somebody's name or number, like, hey, do you think you can maybe potentially give me your name or number? Or just, hey, what's your name? Exactly. Two totally different ways, but we take the stories out of it in our minds. Absolutely. It's huge. Okay, well, I know how busy you are being a freaking team leader, <laughs> doing all the things you do, selling 60, 70 houses. Thanks for making the time today. And if y'all found this valuable, share it, like it, send it to somebody else. This is Iris Lobo. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.